0: Love Hope Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six and seven figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at twelve New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of the Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at twelve noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347 838 9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now, your host, Deborah Hardnett.
1: Well, hello, and a welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the Professional Black Woman Association. You can visit us at www.pbwa.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure-earning women of color, and our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire you and encourage you, the listener, and second, we need to edify, promote, acknowledge, and just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is Monday, August 9, 2010, and I hope you are as excited about your Future, as I am, because it is very bright. And speaking of bright, you know, we are here every week at the same time, Monday, 12 noon Eastern. So go right now and spread the word. But before we move any further, you know, all of our listeners who've been with us since the beginning of the year, you know that we have to say our slogan right now. We're declaring it so for 2010. Let's say it together. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. We mean it. You got to say. If you're at work, we know you're but let's say it like you really, really know. But I don't care if you have to wait to December thirty first, twenty ten is the best year ever. So let's say it together. Here's to twenty ten the best Ever, All right. Wow. As I said earlier, it is already, I mean, already August ninth. And can you account for the time? I mean, where has it gone? I know I had a laundry list of things I had anticipated to complete by the end of the summer, and the end is just about here. But uh, I don't know what that list is looking like. I can tell you it's not looking uh, like it's at the end. Can anybody relate to me? I know you guys can, maybe just one or two out there, but you know, if you can, I just want to let you know that today's show is for you because our very special guest today is Personal, personal productivity expert, Ms. Peggy Duncan. Now, we also, just as a reminder, are celebrating the success and launch of our publishing company, Wealthy Sisters, and in doing that, in conjunction with Carmel Coast Enterprises, the Professional Black Writer, and the Black Poets Circle, Wealthy Sisters Media Group has a short story contest, so we want to remind you, the deadline is August 20th, and that grand prize is a $1,000 cash. And a publishing deal. Also, stay tuned for our commercial in the show, and you can visit www.theprofessionalblackwriter.com. Now, you know, as we were saying earlier, the time gets away, and we are so excited about the show today, so we must remind you to mark us as your favorite so that you can get that constant reminder about an hour before our show on Mondays. And also, go. Uh, to visit us, you can follow us on Facebook under Deborah Hardnet or uh, Twitter as well, LinkedIn also under Wealthy Sisters. And right now, we want you to text everybody, email everybody, and have them call 347 838 9278 so they know that they can tune in today to our powerful show today with Miss Peggy Duncan. Now, Speaking of Ms. Duncan, she is a personal productivity expert and founder of the Digital Breakthroughs Institute. It is a productivity and technology training center in Atlanta, Georgia. She is an award-winning technology blogger and the author of several books, including The Time Management Memory Jogger, Conquer Email Overload with Better Habits, got to get that one right, Etiquette and Outlook 2007, Shameless Self-Promotion, D Y A S E O. Get organized at work and make it easy. Up to the speed on your BlackBerry and just show me which button to click on PowerPoint. She has appeared on CNN, Today, Black Enterprise, Business Report, PBS, Good Day Atlanta, and ABC News. Her expertise has been cited in the O Magazine. That's Oprah Magazine, right? Smart Money. Fortune small business, black enterprise, real simple, essence, self-success, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, and more. And she was formerly trained at IBM and was recognized by the chairman for improving processes that save the company close to millions of dollars a year. So have I gotten your attention now? I know that we have. Stay tuned after this short commercial break. We'll be back with none other than the productivity expert herself, Miss Peggy Duncan.
0: Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E, group.com. Or call the Baby Group at 877-264-7699. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Thermal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009.
2: We
1: are live back here on Wealthy Sisters. This is Deborah Hardnett, and as always, we are so grateful and excited to be here today live with your own Wealthy Sisters. Our very special guest today is Ms. Peggy Duncan. You can visit her at www.peggyduncan.com or the Digital Breakthrough is. Also, we're very, very excited to remind everybody to stay tuned to the Winter Summit. Visit us at www.winnersummit.com. We have some great new additions that we've just added to it. But we won't hold her from you any longer. I'd like to welcome our very special guest on the line, Ms. Peggy. Are you there?
3: I'm
1: here. All right. Can you speak up for us, please?
3: Okay. Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, that's a little better. You know, we we, we want to make sure everybody's able to hear everything that you're going to share with us today. So, wonderful. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing fantastic. Is that better? Can you oh, me that's better?
1: awesome. That's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. Good. So, we're so grateful to have you on the show today. Thank you for
3: being a very special guest. Well, thanks for having me, Deborah.
1: Yes, well, you know, we here, we always start our show out here on Wealthy Sisters because we have an awesome audience and everybody always likes to relate to our listeners, so we always like to jump in and just find a, and learn a little bit about you so we can learn more of how you've been so successful in business, but we want to
3: know, how did you get started and where are you from? Um, but, uh Durham, North Carolina is home. That's the accent. I live in Atlanta, have been here since college for over thirty years. And um I started out my career at IBM as as you said, and IBM was a very process procedure oriented company and um That's just how I started working, and everything that you would do, you always tried to figure out a better way to get it done because IBM had a suggestion program that paid you if you thought of things that saved them time or money. And so you had that incentive to always try to figure out a better, smarter, faster way to do something. And that's how I learned, yeah, yeah, I learned how to work from an organized state. I was already organized because I grew up in my mother's house, but IBM (laughs) took it to a whole nother level as far as business goes. And Uh they taught me how to look at processes and break it down and figure out a better way to do it. And and when I left IBM, I went to uh, Georgia Pacific, and that's when I became expert at the Microsoft Office Uh, software and then when I wanted to uh, leave the day job I I call it you remove the life jacket of full employment I combined all of those skills and that's how I became a personal productivity expert
1: wow that's awesome now you said your mom you you mentioned something about you said you were raised in your mom's house so kind of got a little bit of this from her too
3: Oh, yes, yes. My mom is the ultimate planner. She would not uh, go on vacation unless she had two years to plan it. And and when we would get where we were going, I don't care what we asked her for, she could reach into her little bag of tricks and pull it out because she (laughs) had thought through everything. She had covered all the bases. And right now, today, she is still the same way. Everything has its place and um and that's where it is and you always know where it is when you need it and uh and uh, one thing that she still does that I love is uh she cooks on uh, every Saturday morning. I know exactly what my mom is doing and she's cooking um a whole stove of vegetables for the week. And so she wow. doesn't have to cook during the week. And so we grew up uh, eating healthy foods, and that's what she does now. Now my my son is enjoying uh, going by his grandmother's house every day, eating vegetables. <laughs> I know
1: that's <laughs> right. That's, that's, so that's wonderful. That's
3: how I. That's the house I grew up in. So you'll have a little bit of understanding about uh, why I am, how I am yeah and
1: and that makes sense too when you look back over it you have, you know you either would probably be the the exact same or the exact opposite it was like oh right. boy
2: <laughs> right
1: so that's interesting now do you, did you have any other siblings and a, any brother, of them in a brother a brother okay and and none
3: of that rubbed off on my brother. <laughs>
1: That's all right. That's all right. But (laughs) let me ask you this. Now, I love that that, that term you use. You say you call it uh, taking off the life jacket, huh? Yeah,
3: you remove the life jacket of full employment.
1: Of full employment. Now, that is a very, very descriptive way, a very colorful way of saying Mm -hmm. that. Give me a little bit of information about that. What do you mean by that?
3: Well, when you know how it is because we're self-employed and you don't have that um, security of that direct deposit every two weeks.
1: Uh-huh, and uh-huh. so
3: there it goes. You're out there, and and, and I think you know, I'm single. I think you are too. And it takes a lot of nerve to strike out on your own and not have that uh, backup of that direct deposit every two weeks or a spouse's income or, you know, it's like if I had had any sense, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, but it's like... Both- what were you thinking? Just to, Because I just quit. I quit. I was uh-huh. bored. I was so bored. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I needed a challenge, and I just started thinking, what skills do I have to to do something? Because that's what you have to do is if, if you're unemployed or you're miserable on your job, you have to make a list of all the things that you're good at. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. then you have to figure out, okay, how can I get paid for this? Because mm-hmm. that's what I did. I looked at all my skills and then I had to figure out how to package it so I could sell it. And mm-hmm. then once people started paying me for it, I quit my job.
1: Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. So but yeah, I know you say you, you teased and say you you wish you had done it, but you've had a, Oh
3: no. I mean no, that's your
1: resume is just I'm so remarkable. Glad I did
3: it. I'm so glad yes. I did it. I am so glad I did it.
1: Why is that? What What would be one of the main reasons that you're the glad you did step out on keep, your own?
3: The thing that keeps me going, Deborah, I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care how hopeless it seems. The thing that keeps me going is the fact that I don't have to ask anybody if I can do something. Mm. I can go where I want to go. If I don't want to do something, I say no. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
3: that's what keeps me going.
1: And so it's just it's being able to have control over, you know. Total your, control. Your, mm-hmm, hmm mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Now, I love the whole thing of personal productivity. We kind of teased about the timing and everything and where to get away. Now, your first book that you, you wrote, uh, well, it's listed first here. It's the Time Management Memory Jogger. Tell us about mm-hmm. that book.
3: Actually, that's not the first one. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only book that I have. That is not self-published.
1: Okay, okay. Uh,
3: Everything else I've done, I have a publishing company, PSC Press, and of course Uh I only publish books that I write. Let me clear that up. Um, Uh And uh, my first book was a computer book, Just Show Me Which Button to Click in Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. And then my second book was a time management book, and basically what I had done, I had been writing articles for a magazine, a local magazine here in Atlanta, and... I looked up and I had all these articles, and then I said, I'm going to uh, put these in a book. And that's what happened. That's what I advise people to do who want to write a book. Don't look at it as writing a book. Just write articles. And then once you have a lot of articles, then you have to figure out, okay, how can this, this information flow that it makes sense? And once you figure that out, you have a book. Then of course you have to learn how to publish it, and that's I just bought a book on how to do that, and um, and so that's and and I just went from there, and after that I wrote um, uh, I have a my PowerPoint, just show me which button to click in PowerPoint, and then I came up with. The uh, memory jog, I'm probably leaving out a book. Oh, the email, the conquer email overload with Outlook. Uh-huh. I had uh-huh. a book for 2003, and then I wrote a book for 2007. That is my most popular book, as well as that's my most popular workshop. And, um, and then I, uh, I spoke at a conference in Boston, I can't remember when, but uh, the, uh, the publisher's agent was in my seminar. And that's oh. how I got the book deal for the time management Memory Jogger, and the time management memory jogger is part of a best selling series there are a whole line of memory joggers they're little pocket sized spiral bound books, real popular and uh-huh. um and so but anyway, that's how I got that and then but i I like to self publish because when you self publish especially when you're a speaker. And you have a way to promote and sell your book. And so mm-hmm. I prefer to self publish because you make all the money. The publisher mm-hmm. makes the money.
1: Mm-hmm. And you
3: just mm-hmm. get royalties. I don't care if it's a, a little small no name publisher or a big publishing house or whatever. Um they are the ones that make all the money. And so mm-hmm. I bought a book and taught you know, I learned how to uh publish my own book and that's what I've been doing. So tell
1: us now that I am so interested in the time management memory jogger. Tell us some of the key mm-hmm. points in that book.
3: Um, my whole philosophy when I'm working with um, people, because I'm actually I'm a consultant and coach, is I break down your job or your uh, what you're doing into four phases, and, and that's the framework of the book. And I talk about the first thing that you need to do is uh, keep a time log because if you don't think that you waste a lot of time, prove it. Mm -hmm. And um, so you can show me by keeping a time log, just saying, you know, what did I work on? How long did it take? Was I interrupted? Was the interruption um, necessary, or could it have waited? Uh, mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So keep a time log to see what exactly are you spending your time doing, because the big so time. This, and,
1: it's, sorry to interrupt you, but this is when a person is ready to get started and and really take a, a grasp or a hold of their time. So they need to just kind of see what they've been doing during the day with their time. Before absolutely. They can, is that what you said? Okay. Perfect. Absolutely. Okay. Because
3: I don't try okay. to convince people that they need to do this.
1: Okay, okay. You come
3: to me when you're ready. And Mm -hmm. so, yes, so you keep the time log. Now you know what you're doing. And so uh, we move on to getting organized because you can't think if you're mired in clutter. And so Mm -hmm. I take you through all that because I am a professional organizer, and uh, a couple of big mistakes people make is they don't get rid of, they don't purge enough, and then they don't have a system for keeping the things that they need to keep. And so mm-hmm. I move from there to how to prioritize what you need to do. And that is based on, for me, what's closest to the money. So mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. it's,
3: um, if I have 10 things to do, which one of these would get me some money the quickest? That's what I'm doing first. I got you.
1: That okay. makes okay. sense. So, I mean, if you're in a regular
3: job. Yeah. Yeah, if you're Mm -hmm. you're in a regular job, that for you that means what is the core thing they hired you to do?
2: Mm -hmm. If you
3: focus on that and do it well, then that's closest to the money because that's what affects your raise and your promotion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you've gotten organized, you've prioritized, now you have to systematize, and that is looking at your processes and procedures and figuring out, first of all, why am I doing this work and why am I doing it like this? And so you have to break it down and look at it and figure out a better way to do it. And then the fourth thing after that is uh, computerize. So you've got the, uh, the time log, but then you, so you organize, prioritize, systematize, and computerize. So whatever t- software you touch every day, you need to learn how to
2: use it. But mm. most people
3: have never taken a class, have never even thought about taking a class, and so it takes them six to ten times longer to do something than it does me hmm hmm And so and you if know, you do I'm glad all those you mentioned things. that. Yeah. hmm
1: hmm Go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I
3: was just saying if you do all those things, you end up with more than enough time for whatever else it is that you want to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and and like I was saying, I'm glad you mentioned that because I remember when we met uh, several weeks ago at the conference we were at and we we Mm -hmm. had a a conversation with the the young lady there who was a top executive and uh, you brought that point up and that's really a valid point about knowing how to use the system and and, uh, not just relying on maybe if you are in that position of an uh, an executive to just... Just rely solely on your uh, VA or solely on your uh, administrative assistant to, to to use to operate the software. Because if a person is planning to step out full time, then one of the main things you do as an entrepreneur, you do have to understand processes more. You have to know how these systems work more, understand, even though you can pay someone, like you, you brought up that point, you still need to make sure that what they're doing <laughs> It's the right thing and and that time piece came out. You said mm-hmm. if it if it only takes a person thirty minutes to do this and you're hiring someone and, and they're billing you for three hours
2: mm-hmm. and you
1: are accepting that because you have no idea of how mm-hmm. the, the systems work. So I, I love that you brought that up as well. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Yes. And when you first start out um, you don't have, you might not have an assistant. You might be working in the basement of your home. Well, who in the mm-hmm. world wants to come to the basement of your home, especially you might have a, a little puppy dog or something. I don't want to be in that environment. And, so, mm-hmm. and people want to be in a, you know, in a fabulous office, especially if they have the top-level skills and all of that kind of thing. So you really mm-hmm. need to learn a lot of these things yourself while you're mm-hmm. on somebody else's dime.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Take mm -hmm. some
3: classes and let that company pay for it. But people say, what do they say? Don't have time.
1: Mm -hmm. don't have the time right and especially if you are like we were mentioning if you are in that position where you know two three years down the road a year Mm -hmm. down the road that you do you have an exit strategy we talk about an exit strategy for our businesses which is something else that we don't uh, spend a lot of time on but we also need to have that exit strategy when we are leaving corporate and transitioning into the full-time entrepreneur world Um, I, I mean I like you said you quit your job and and for me i mean i can relate to a lot of those things that if i were able to have had that training and had the company to pay for that would be that would be uh a lot more cost effective when you become an entrepreneur right right Right. And,
3: and some training um in one job when i was at ibm training was you, I mean, they did not throw you in a job. They trained you to do your job. Training, you could mm-hmm. go to training. Uh, mm-hmm. When I switched, that was not the case. So when it was a class that I wanted to take, I paid for it myself. And so I tell women today, I don't need 200 pairs of shoes. I have two feet. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I will invest in my mind And before I will 200 pairs of shoes. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't need a $600 pocketbook because then I wouldn't have any money to put in it. So I would rather <laughs> uh, put my money in my mind. And if I have yes. uh, $200 extra extra, uh, we didn't talk about this, but I also uh, publish some booklets. And so uh-huh. uh, one of the booklets that I have is uh, Shameless Self-Promotion, which is do-it-yourself uh, search engine optimization. Well, I can print. I can take the $200 that I would spend on a pair of shoes, I can go and get a couple of hundred brochures uh, of my booklets printed and sell them. Right. So I would rather do that and make way more. And so I would rather take my $200. I don't know how we got into this. (laughs) (laughs) I would rather take my $200 and print some booklets instead of going to make somebody else rich by buying a pair of $200 uh, shoes. So I I strongly suggest that uh, people invest in their mind and then you start to develop ways to make more money. And that's a
1: a perfect, perfect statement, and I wouldn't necessarily say a segue because we do um, talk about our conference later in the show, but we met at a conference, and we were talking how important it is to get out and to get to these conferences and to network and how our counterparts, this is how they do, they learn, they invest in themselves, they invest Mm -hmm. in the time, and and the Winter Summit Conference and Expo is just that. It's a powerful event, and, uh, you know, it's our biggest thing is educating our our counterparts or not our counterparts but our community or
4: our colleagues.
1: Shall I say that you you have to do these things um when, when, when the opportunity comes, you've got to, you've got to invest in yourself. You, you need to be at a conference. And what we're putting into our conference and the timing and the speakers and the subjects, uh, the networking, the knowledge that you gain, you, you cannot afford not to be there. I mean, you right. will lose money not being there. And, and I know I know when I, when I talk to people and they say, I don't have the money right now, I gotta, they can't plan it because it's in March. It's in March of next year, but if it were the hoodie awards, like they were sold out way a couple of months mm-hmm. ago and it's not mm-hmm. even until I think what next month, you know, or the Essence Festival. Those things sell out much quicker than it comes mm-hmm. to for something like this to invest in, in ourselves
3: and And uh, I don't know so, I don't know what the hoodie award is, but it's probably that's, um, something Steve Harvey, entertainment. And oh, see that's what, right, right. And, and, Steve, and that's he what I was saying. Great. Stop. That's something yeah, that's know. something that's entertainment related. Black folk right. love uh inter- they want to be uh entertained and I won't go to the other thing because I don't wanna go off on a tangent. Right, right, right. Well, the, spend- right. Yeah, right, right. Right.
2: right. <laughs> right. But they <laughs> right. they will
3: spend their money on that. And so you know, I hear women say, Well, I can't afford a mammogram okay, but you just bought two pairs of shoes at the shoe store. So people spend their money on what they value. And so you can't beat yourself up or beat people on top of the head to try to make them see the importance of it because the people who get it will be there
1: right oh most definitely oh most mm-hmm. definitely without a doubt you know and and that's that's uh it's already proven itself i mean for sure it's just the 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 actual idea of what you talked about and it's just a yeah. process so like we said just educating and that's what we're here for that's what i love to do that's mm-hmm. what our show um purpose is and Speaking of that as well, we're gonna take a quick break, come back, and I wanna learn more about the part about getting organized that you talked about, purging, knowing how to purge, because uh you might look at my desk right now <laughs> and you know I grew up with you never know, just in case, maybe right, right. So right. a lot of things I know we can get our bills online, so I'm in the process. Should I should I just say yes? Don't print any more bills. Should I trust the online system with bills? And all of that. So, we want to talk about that when we come back. We are on Wealthy Sisters Live today. Our very special guest is Miss Peggy Duncan. We'll be back after this short break.
0: Are you an entrepreneur who is always running out of time? Do you wish you had more hours in a day? My name is Rita Cartwright, and I'm a virtual assistant and owner of RJ's Word Processing Services. Start using your time wisely by outsourcing your administrative tasks to me, your virtual assistant. For more information, contact me today, toll free at 866-651-3073, or visit my website at rjswordprocessing.com. Would you like to reach quality professionals, expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis, advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group? Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Did you know the IRS will currently reimburse you 55 cents for every business mile you drive? Stop struggling with mileage logs and start turning your vehicle mileage into cash. TrackLog is the first comprehensive automatic mileage recording solution. Turn this small device on, easily track your mileage and keep more of your money in your pocket. Purchase your TrackLog today at TRAKLOGG.com. That's T R A K L O G G.com.
1: Yes, we're live back, Deborah Hartnett here on Wealthy Sisters, and that track log, I'm telling you, that is a tool you want. Today we're talking about personal productivity. You need to go to www.tracklogg.com right now and save $10 as a special purchase. You can also visit uh, the, the website from Wealthy Sisters' site. There's a banner there. You can click on that. That is a tool, if you're in business, the mileage we had uh, last week, we had the owner and founder, the developer, Mr. Brian Green, on the line. You definitely want to get that product. When you talk about the mileage and writing off all the things the IRS gives you for that, oh, wow, this is a way to save time and, and also be very, very productive with it. So go to www.tracklog.com. Now, we are here live back on the show with our fantastic guest, Miss Duncan, Ms. Peggy Duncan, and we're talking about personal productivity, as we mentioned, and you talked about getting organized, purging. We don't know how to purge enough, and I'll raise my hand and admit to that. Tell us a great system or some tips on how we can know what's okay to purge and and, uh, how we can organize ourselves.
3: Um, It's real simple. You ask yourself some questions. You are standing in front of this mess say on your desk and you stand up because if you stand up you make quicker decisions so you just ask yourself when was the last time i referred to this it could have been six months ago uh 80 percent of the things that you hold on to is just junk and you'll never ever refer to it again and another question is do i need to keep this for legal reasons Or Uh is this something that I truly love or value? If it has no value and I don't love it and I don't have to keep it for legal reasons, why keep it? And what I mean by legal reasons is in your business, paperwork, there's some paperwork you have to keep a certain amount of time. Some of it is Mm -hmm. for a year. Some of it is forever. Uh, Some of it is you can trash it yesterday, so you have to find that out. And I have in the time management memory jogger, I break all of this down on how long you should keep certain things and also um, how to create a good filing system so that when you purge, then you need a home for everything. And I teach you Mm -hmm. how to do that as well. And um, another question is, a big question you ask is, can I get this information somewhere else? Because wow. most of the time you can Google it later and find the answer. You okay. don't need to keep old bank statements because the bank has it. You don't need to keep old light bills and water bills because the, the, those departments, those companies keep that stuff. So you don't need to keep it. You don't need uh, years and years and years of old check stuff that you have from a job <laughs> or a bank uh, statement: The bank shut down, went out of business, the account is closed. You know all of this foolishness that people just hold on. I don't know what 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 are y'all planning on doing with all this stuff? And then uh, the last question is 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 if you do get rid of it and you need it uh-huh. later, can you live with the consequences?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Can you live with the consequences now? I, I, I'm laughing because it sounds like you were at my mom's house when, when she passed away. My my mm-hmm. grandparents lived with us uh, since I was in the fourth grade, and my, my mother was a pack rat, honestly, from my grandmother. And so you can mm-hmm. imagine after us living in that home for close to 30 years what mm-hmm. I had to do to get rid of it. And I always tell people, look, Think about your children when you pass, and who's got right. to clean up your that's right. stuff. And, and I know there were check stubs and uh, checks uh, that that for accounts of banks that yeah. were you know did not exist anymore. Right. right. Uh And you know that that's that's true. And the other thing you you said, you know, is it is it valuable? Well. How does a person determine that? Because you know it could be valuable to them. That's my my lucky this or my favorite this. You know, how do they really really determine that? Is well, it value based on the money or or, or how do you place? The it value could
3: on? it could be money or it could be your values. Um, mm-hmm. It could be sentimental reasons and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But for instance, if you 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 have a if you have a child, well, they were sitting at their desk and they were doodling. Well, you right. keep that. Why? It's, they don't even want it. So why would you keep that? So you keep the very special things, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. everything. If it's too not big, if, no, you can't keep everything. You're going to run right. out of your place. And so you, what you end up doing is you make room for the things that you really do need to keep, and then you create a system so you can find everything when you need it.
2: Now, and what
1: about this now, the trust factor now? You talk about the, the Georgia powers or BGE or wherever city people are in, and we say that mm-hmm. they have the bills, they have it on record, okay? And you know, some of us might deal with those trusts. I don't trust them. They can fix it and change it. My bill is the one. I better keep the one that they have. How does a person get around that?
3: There is no way you can justify keeping years' <laughs> worth of power bills. I'm sorry. <laughs> So you're you this, this no way, it.
1: nothing even addressed about no, that. No,
3: no,
1: no. <laughs> oh, wow, I love it, I love it. Now, in, in organizing, you talked about, of course, we just talked about the Persians. What are some of the systems that you recommend people use as far as the filing?
3: It's real simple. You put... Uh, like subjects together starting with broad categories for instance Mm -hmm. when you walk into the grocery store and you want chicken breast you Mm -hmm. do not have to run all over that store looking for that you go straight to the meat department then you you strut over to poultry because they have turkey and chicken you don't Uh have to look at the pork you don't have to look at the beef you go right to poultry And as soon as you get to poultry, you move, you bypass turkey because you want chicken. So now you're at the chicken. And so you want chicken breast. You don't have to look at chicken wings. You don't have to look at chicken legs. You go right to the breast, and then you go to the brand that you want. And so you look at the grocery store, the meat department, the uh, breads, the bakery, I mean. Okay Veggies They have broad categories And then they break it down Because you could go Into the store And go right to the chicken breast So you develop your system Everything that I do I use that basic principle Of putting light things together Using broad categories And then break them down If I looked at your inbox on your email, and you just have a whole bunch of folders, most people skip over the broad categories. If I'm looking for an email or something that I file that's marketing-related, I don't have to look through a bunch of just folders on top of it. I go right to my marketing folder, and when I open that, then I have some other folders that are all related to marketing.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So have the major category, then you subcategorize mm-hmm. uh, what you're doing. That way you're saving right. yourself time because everything, like you mentioned earlier, has its place there.
3: Yes.
0: This is
1: awesome. This is awesome. Well, if you have a question, I know Miss Peggy wouldn't mind answering, you can dial 347 I believe we do Wait have a, a call the line. Wait a minute. You said that number way too fast.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> I always tell people. people.
1: At three, four, seven, eight, three, eight, nine, two, seven, eight. I believe we have a caller. Well, it looks like they just fell off the line there. We were okay. going to let them um, ask, ask their question there out of the yeah. looks like the uh, Baltimore area. Now, also, um, I know you talked about your outlook for time management uh, classes that you have uh, in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Tell us about the the Digital Breakthroughs Institute and what you do there.
3: Well, I travel nationally speaking at conferences and a little bit of international, and I wanted to stay home more, so I this institute just sort of fell in my lap. The space did. I have two training rooms and a full kitchen, and I'm five minutes from uh, Hartsfield-Jackson Airport, and it's mm-hmm. ten minutes from my house, so it was just an ideal situation. And, um, and so I offer the Outlook in particular – I have that class every Tuesday, and so okay. I don't just teach Outlook commands. I teach you how to manage your whole life with it.
1: Mhm. Mhm. A, a matter wow. of fact,
3: everything that I teach is from a time management perspective.
1: Mhm. Wow. So you can actually manage your life from the Outlook. Oh, I what live. Are, what are some of the ways? That oh you yeah, can do I live
3: that. completely in Outlook because I have uh the email you drag that over to your calendar you can insert mm-hmm. the email into the calendar I keep my inbox to one screen I can always see the bottom without scrolling because I'm afraid that something is going to fall through the cracks so I don't I don't use my inbox for storage so it's okay. just all the the tips and tricks and the shortcuts and that kind of thing that I teach in the class, along with the time management principles, for example, how, the right way to organize your inbox.
1: Okay, okay, all right. Now, you said you offer that particular class every Tuesday in Atlanta. Now, our, mm-hmm. our audience is worldwide, and I know they're thinking, man, I'm not in Atlanta. Yeah. What do you have available for, for them? Do you do webinars as well? I do
3: webinars, and Outlook is on Mondays.
1: okay. Okay. So where can they go to learn more about your schedule um of classes that you offer as well?
3: My website digitalbreakthroughs.com.
1: Okay, beautiful, beautiful.
3: Now, what what do you have coming up,
1: you know, for you this for the rest of the year? What are some of the systems and organizations oh, Okay,
3: I'm I'm glad you asked that me that. On. I um I'm doing a, I have some advanced PowerPoint classes on the schedule. I'm really excited because I love PowerPoint. And mm-hmm. um, and so uh, the advanced class, I teach you how to do things like uh, all of my, grad, my art projects are in PowerPoint, my postcards, my business cards, uh, my YouTube channel background, my Twitter background, everything. I do everything in PowerPoint. So that class is not just how to use, how to create a, Uh, slide presentation. Um, But also, September is shameless it's National Shameless Promotion Month, and we're doing an event here in Atlanta. And it's I'm going to talk about um, because if, if if your audience goes to Google and they type personal productivity expert or time management expert, I'm on the first page of Google, and a lot of times I'm number one, and it's all organic. I never did pay per click, and I'm teaching in my Shameless Self Promotion Seminar all the things that I did to show up on that first page without spending one red cent. And my booklet, I have a booklet they can order on my website, the PeggyDuncan.com website. They can order that booklet. And it's like two years' worth of research, all of my little tips and tricks are all in that booklet. And so on September the 2nd at my institute, we're doing the celebration of Shameless Promotion Month and uh so i'll do the uh do it yourself seo because that's how i get all of my media interviews all the media interviews that you mentioned in my bio all of that came from them contacting me i haven't contacted anybody and um, and so uh, I just got an email from Moore Magazine. I'm going to be in Oprah Magazine again in uh, September if I make the editorial cut. Uh, also Marie Claire, I have uh, uh, some expertise mentioned in Marie Claire in September. So all of that comes from journalists finding me because when they need what you do, they go to Google. And so you right. have to make sure that you show up. So I'll do that uh, seminar and the book will be for sale, of course. And then I have Lavon Lewis who is a real high level you probably know Lavon from Atlanta. He's a real high level uh graphic designer, uh branding consultant, coach. I mean, he's awesome. And so he's doing a seminar on, because once the media finds you or potential clients find you in Google, what do they see when they go to your website? So you have to have the right image. And so then Sid Mell Estes, who is the former producer executive producer of Good Day Atlanta which is a real popular morning show here is going to do a session on media secrets how do you uh, develop a hook that would interest the media and how you approach okay. the media if you get a producer on the phone what do you say and that kind of thing so we're really excited about it and um it's September the 2nd in Atlanta and they can go to either one of my websites peggyduncan.com or digitalbreakthroughs.com, dot com, and they will see a link.
1: Oh wow! Now you said it's National Shameless Promotion Month. Is that yes. something you have coined, or is no, that that's I, one of those national months for real? You know
3: what? And and one of the uh, one of the ideas that I have in my Shameless Self Promotion booklet is to declare your own holiday. Um, because right. you can go to uh, Chases C H A S E S dot com and declare uh-huh. your own holiday, and then uh-huh. if they don't accept it, shoot, you know, it's no law. Just declare your <laughs> own holiday. And so right. I was going to declare Shameless Self Promotion Month, and then I saw this one. And so there is. So what you do is you find you can either find a holiday related to what you do or create your own, and then you build your own media campaign around it around it
1: -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that is an Mm -hmm. awesome idea so i love that shameless self-promotion we talk about um self-promotion and you mentioned this word shameless in there most of us i know um have been raised that you you know you really shouldn't talk too boastful about yourself or, Mm -hmm. or promote yourself others at work what um, can you say to someone who might be struggling with that, who needs to go out and promote themselves uh, yeah. to the Yeah,
3: nobody, nobody wants you up in their face, me, 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 me. And right. that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about in uh, shameless self-promotion is do-it-yourself search engine optimization. And what that means is you basically promote what you know. You're not talking about you, you're sharing tips. You're helping people, you're giving away free information, and you're feeding it to Google. It, all of this stuff needs to be online so that Google can find it. For instance, if you're only doing an email newsletter, the only people that see it are the people that you're sending it to. That information needs to be in a blog so that Google can find it. And then when people search on whatever it is that you do, you will start to show up. So it's all about promoting what you know.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, we're going to go to the line. We have a caller, uh, 248 number. Hello, welcome to Wealthy
2: Systems. State your name and where you're calling from. I am Pam Perry, and I'm calling from Detroit, and I'm loving both of you wealthy sisters. This show is so good. I've been, oh, sharing, it <laughs> I've been sharing it all over Facebook, so I hope my friends are tuning in. But I just had a question for our Peggy. I want to know more about that Outlook class that she was talking about on Monday. I'm in Detroit, so I can't get to Atlanta, and I'm going to have Peggy on my show as well. But she, I get probably about three or 400 emails a day, and I'm like, okay, what is going on here right. <laughs> so you know there's thousands you in guys, there that are just like oh about to crash my computer but, all these emails yeah, well yeah you know, well
1: pam i'm so glad to have you on the show today you guys really get, need to get to know miss pam Perry. she is an awesome awesome woman uh, doing some great thank things you with her business
2: yeah, So yeah. well <laughs> okay, i love i love the internet connecting all those good people together so that is so yes. cool Yes, so uh, yes, Pam, yes. on
3: your on your email, are mm-hmm. you getting a lot of spam?
2: No, I'm not, no, it's not spam. It's not okay. Spam.
3: And what is it's it? What spam. are those emails about?
2: Well, basically, a lot of the emails are from people promoting themselves. A lot of them are authors. A lot of them, a lot of my inquiries, but a lot of them are just basically looking for information, like how do I promote my book, blah, 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 blah. And so I'm thinking, like, I have a whole website on that. I have a whole blog. I do all this Peggy, you said you have to give out information. I give out information, but people still email me. I'm like, okay, oh, my but, goodness. Okay,
3: now when when somebody emails you asking you for something that is
2: on your website, what do you do? Typically I give it to my VA, my virtual assistant, and she sends them back to the website. <laughs> right, and that's yeah. what,
3: that is what you should do, and um, and you can't stop that? Okay. Because that is what they're going to do. But, for instance, people will send me, ask me about how to say how to do a webinar, how to, Publish your own book or whatever, and right, I have right. uh, I have scripts that are already written in Outlook. In older versions of Outlook, I save them as signatures because the signature at the bottom of your email can say anything. And so I would have like directions to my office as a signature, how to uh, instructions if you want to come into my webinar as a signature and then in the new Outlook they don't you can't use with one signature at a time but they have quick parts this thing called quick parts so you develop uh, your answers in quick parts, but you're doing the right thing in not trying to answer people individually because people don't want to read. And if they don't want to read, and I'm giving you all that information, then that's on you. I, I'm sorry, I don't. I'm not going to spend <laughs> my time with people right. who don't want to read all this information because I made it easy. It might be right. that your your website needs to be streamlined. The information is too complicated, or the navigation sucks, or whatever. So you might need yeah, to yeah. make some changes. But I don't want to be. I, I sure am glad I don't get two to three hundred emails a day. But a lot of it has to do with, and I, that's what I talk about in the book because you have to get organized and work smarter with all these other things that I talked about earlier: uh, uh, streamlining your processes, automating everything, and then you build in more time to deal with, say, email. And when you're, when I'm doing email, I'm not on my BlackBerry. Mm -hmm. I cannot manage my life on a phone. Mm -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. to be in front of my laptop so Mm -hmm. that if people ask for a document, I can send it to them, and I have easy access. It doesn't take me two hours to find a document that somebody is asking for. I can oh, go right through good. it because I'm organized. So a lot of that has to do with it. So you have to look at a, a complete picture. And and email gets a bum rap. I love email. It's just mostly uh, bad habits and etiquette, and that's what contributes to the to the uh, overload. Yeah, awesome,
2: yeah. Thank awesome. you so much. You I love so this much. show. This is All so right, good.
1: thank you. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be in touch. Well, I believe we have another caller on the line. Looks like the North Carolina area. Hello, state your name and where you're calling from.
4: Hi, this is Gail Hayes, and I'm calling from the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina.
1: Yeah. Hi, how are you? Hi. Hi.
4: I just heard my friend Pam Perry. She and I have worked together several <laughs> times. Well, I'm from Durham. Yes. Oh, who's from Durham? Peggy. Peggy. Oh, Pe- wait a minute. Peggy, I must know you. Peggy Spicer. Oh, Peggy, come on now. Okay, Peggy. anyway. And well, I'm my ma- Dur- ma- Listen, ma- name is Spicer. I'm, I'm from Durham, too. What, uh, Hillside? Yes, I went to Hillside. What year? <laughs> oh, girl, a lot probably. Uh-oh, Uh-oh,
2: y'all dating. <laughs> 73.
4: I, went, I was a 73, girl, years ago.
3: Yeah, me too, but I'm I'm probably way before you. Oh. And uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Are you kidding me? Well, I glad to have you. you on the show, Doctor yes. Gail. What was your what? question today? Okay,
3: that was ooh, that was
4: real good redirect. I like that. Anyway, <laughs> um it was on task. Anyway, <laughs> um, my question. I, see, I have so many questions going through my mind right now because I have been not resistant really to the um, to the um, technical stuff. And not resistant at all. It's just sometimes I get overwhelmed with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And right now, a lot of my stuff is not coming. Well, I'm doing a. i am doing I think I'm doing an okay job on Facebook, but once I got the people, I didn't know what to do with them. I got over five thousand. I got a thousand waiting for me. I got. I made a fan page, and I'm trying to figure out how to get them there. And I keep promoting the fan page, but they're not getting there. So I got several things. I'm listening to you, and all these questions are going through my mind, Peggy.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: so right now I have this opportunity to work with Radio 1. They asked me to be this hostess for this event they're doing for the community because they said they, they actually, um, and New York, a New York publisher contacted me, and they said that I needed to be known in my community, which I have not. I've been kind of underground. And mm-hmm. I want to know, uh, this may sound like a silly question. I want to know how to best use, how about, I'm trying to figure out how to best use this opportunity because it's going to be um, a community event where they want to invite, anyway, two to 300 women of influence. They want to get them there and kind of promote and kind of create an ongoing kind of a community thing in Durham, Raleigh-Durham, and use me as the hostess piece. They're promoting it. They give me promotional material, and I have the best – I have to, I want to optimize the opportunity. Okay. So are they putting up websites and
3: doing all of that?
4: Yeah, they're doing the promotion. They've already paid for the promotions. They're going to be on Radio 1. They've given me an invitation, an e-invitation, that I can send out to women, um, and – but it's, but it's supposed to be for women of influence. I've activated my network, and I'm sending it. They just sent me an updated invitation today, so I can send it out to different women. And they even told me I could do shameless promotion of myself at this thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So I guess I'm not, maybe my question seems silly, but I want to optimize it. If you know, I want to do you know, get the best use of the time since they are paying for everything.
3: And well, let what, me ask what do you, do you mean? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna
1: ask because you, because you've already they've already given you the green light, and I think it kind of sounds like. And Peggy, I know you, we have a, about three minutes left. I'm you sorry. can finish this up, but it sounds like you might have a little challenge with just the self promoting piece.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's it. Because <laughs> it. we all you know kind Maybe of that's oh that's really like, okay.
4: Because <laughs> <laughs> I re- it's almost like it's a golden opportunity. And I
1: want to seize it. Yeah. But so, I'm right. like, what's the question? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
4: Like, what is the problem? Oh, you're <laughs>
1: well, right.
4: Okay, there we go. See, I started not to call in because I said, okay, that's all to go. No, me. but that's
1: good that you did because a lot of all of us go through it. I mean, I yeah. go through it constantly. I would say, It's, call it's me. like, how much is too much or whatever, you <laughs> know,
4: right. <laughs> like, hey, you would say, call you. You're so funny. Okay, <laughs> that's what, you know what? What you are saying is what I needed. I just needed some encouragement. Just go but for it's it, not, right? You
3: are not, what I said was, you are not promoting. You don't want to promote you. Nobody wants you up in, your, in their face so, with mm-hmm. this me, me, me. You share your knowledge, share your experiences to help mm-hmm. people. Well, I have something that's called
4: the Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone that I'm launching. It's going to be a website that's going to be a help to women, and I'm, I, I'm, I, and I'm going to bring parts of my empowerment team with me so they can see the experts, and we're all going to be there. So that's mm-hmm. what I mm-hmm. plan to do.
1: And Tell, tell them about the winter all... summit. Tell them to come on up in March. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay.
3: And come to my come to my stuff in Atlanta and their promotion. <laughs> so You know what? But, seriously, uh, I can pass out anything
4: I want to these women, and so mm, I'm like, uh-huh. okay, they want and they want to do this every year, y'all. They want me to do. Hey, Deborah, this thing every year. Uh, do yeah. you need any speakers?
2: Uh, right, right. Ask them that.
4: That every that's year, right. and I'm thinking, okay, let me. I want to talk to my sisters because I guess what I need is, I just needed you all to say what you're saying to me. Just go ahead because I'm right. not promoting me. I'm promoting uh, a concept. I want to help women. My passion is to help women with the IPD principle, identity, purpose, destiny.
1: Okay, all right, you that's what okay. that's she, and it's, nothing she wrong. It. it's nothing wrong with that. That's what you do. Right. It's nothing but wrong need with promoting to, you. You need to get all right. this
3: stuff out of your head and on some paper in a plan. Okay. okay
1: right because you're right. going you're right.
3: throwing out a whole bunch of stuff and what you'll do and that's what a lot of people do if you keep everything in your head you get overwhelmed but once right. you flush all that out and put it on paper so that you can make some sense out of it and arrange it in some type of order that i need to do this before i do that and then that'll lead to this what is the ultimate goal yes. and that kind of thing but yes. but right now you just you're just throwing out a lot of stuff and you'll end up getting overwhelmed and not finishing anything that's that's exactly what's going on with me, Peggy. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's exactly thank you. Wonderful. That, that's what I needed, Peggy. Oh. All right, well look, thank we
1: know you're going to make it happen. Congratulations on that awesome opportunity. Thank and thank you, you again mm-hmm. for calling in. Thank you. Well, we have about 1 minute left on the show, Ms. Peggy. Please go ahead and give out your information again so that everybody can connect with you. We know you are on Facebook, but what are your websites and uh, other yeah. contact information? Yeah,
3: Peggy Duncan, peggyduncan.com is my main website, and then for uh, my webinars and public training in Atlanta, it's digitalbreakthroughs.com, and they can follow me on Twitter, Peggy Duncan, but they'll see all that when they get to uh, my website.
1: And the the Digital Breakthroughs is actually spelled out, so there's no shortcuts on that. It's digitalbreakthroughs.com. Awesome, Mm -hmm. awesome. And you are Mm -hmm. down in Atlanta. What's the address of your location as well? Because we know we do have some callers that are in
3: Atlanta on the show. It's five minutes from the airport, 1691 Phoenix Boulevard. But they, they will see all that when they get to my website.
1: All right, beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you again for being on our show today. Uh, Our topic. Yes, yes, with personal productivity, we wishing you all the absolute best on September the second for that celebration of the national shameless promotion fund that's exciting yeah. to learn more about that, and uh we want everybody to stay tuned next week. We have another dynamic guest for you uh spread the word about our show Wealthysisters.com. dot com that's s i s t a s dot com you can mark us at your favorite there also want to remind you to Get registered now for the Winter Summit. The tickets are going. This will sell out. I promise you it will. We have uh, the Vision Cruise. We've got the Billionaire Luncheon. Uh, I tell you, some of the most top professionals in the field will be at this place. You do not want to miss it. That's March 17th, 18th, and 19th here in the Baltimore Harbor at the Hilton, and we are excited to be there. So again, www.TheWinnersSummit.com. Well, once again, thank you to everyone for tuning in to our show today. Thank you to our show producer, Ms. Jocelyn Harrison down in the Atlanta area, and we look forward to hearing you all next week. Continue to have a super fantastic day.
0: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by the Professional com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardin, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive wealthy sister and business on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next
4: time.